You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Happy Monday to you this Monday, the 17th of May for 2021. Good morning. Good morning. How are we? I'm well. How are you? I'm very well. A bit chilly this morning, I'm not going to lie. Oh. But feeling okay. It really sunk in today, didn't it? I am a bit offended, though, by what you're wearing this morning. What do you mean? Bit of a um, AFL reference scarf. I'm just one win. I told you I was cold this morning. I needed to warm my neck. So it had nothing to do with the fact that you were at the footy over the weekend. No. What even is football? It's five minutes past seven. Here's our brekkie banger. It's Tim Loud and Katy Perry. If we ever meet again, we will after this because we've got the weekend wrap on the way for your Monday. Nice. Nine minutes past seven for your Monday morning. It's Carl and Catherine here with you. We're wrapping up what has occurred across the weekend. And I'll start with this concerning story that came out of South Yarra across the weekend. A 63-year-old woman has passed away after being found deceased in a block of flats. Police are treating the death as suspicious. And if you know any more information, if you heard anything or saw anything around the area, you're encouraged to contact Crime Stoppers on one 800 0 Correct. It does appear as well that they do have a man in custody over that situation. So it's a developing story. Um, hey, we spoke just before about how chilly it is this morning, but there were cold snap sweeps across southeastern Australia over the weekend, bringing some areas, Bianco, down to sub-zero temperatures with snow. Very cold. I saw Hallam... Hallam. Mount <laughs> Bullock got to negative six degrees. How, I'm sorry, Helen. Maybe you got that cold too. It might feel that cold up that way. No, negative six degrees you got to Mount Bullock. I know. What an introduction to winter. It's crazy. We've well and truly shaken hands with winter now, I think. Oh, we have indeed. It is very cold this morning. In some other news as well, Australia is set to receive the Moderna vaccine for COVID-19 as an alternative to the existing Pfizer and AstraZeneca Mm -hmm. vaccines. So that'll be interesting to see how that goes down. Absolutely. Not sure when it's set to arrive on Australian shores, but it's not too far away. There you go. Um, Hey, some good news coming out of Blackburn yesterday, Bianca. I don't know if you caught it, but one of our amazing Victorian police officers did a bit of a rescue. A little toddler got stuck up a climbing frame and was too scared to come down. He climbed all the way to the top. And um, it just so happened that one of our amazing servicemen just happened to be around and did perform a rescue. I can confirm that both parties are safe and sound now. And when asked, I think the little boy will rethink about going to the top of the climbing frame. Yeah, look, I can say as somebody who's gotten stuck in a frame at a local, well, park, that it's not ideal to get stuck in them. No. And if there is emergency services, people around that happen to be able to help. Good on them and thank you. Yes. Thank you for being first responders in that instance because it's never a comfortable situation to find yourself in. It is not, no. (laughs) In some other news as well, Victoria is set to open up another vaccine centre at the showgrounds, which is going to allow up to 2,000 people to get vaccinated. So that's going to be fantastic. Good to see. And Australia is urging, well, the states are urging the federal government to come up with a plan for the rollout of the vaccines in the months to come. So we'll keep an eye on that as well. Correct. And just to bring a little bit more good news to you guys for your Monday morning, um, it appears yesterday Jackie Gillies, who we would know from the Real Housewives of Melbourne, who has had a very public journey with IVF and struggling to get pregnant, she's announced that her and her husband Ben, who you would know from Silverchair, I believe, um, are expecting twins, which is very exciting news. Lovely. 
And we look forward to seeing Jackie's journey, I'm sure, playing out in the new season of The Real Housewives, which is filming in the area at the moment. And in some sad news, Alan ending No, after. don't talk about it. Okay, don't. then I won't don't. talk about it. That's the end of the week, Abraham. It's Carl Catherine here for your Monday on Southern FM. I don't know if you saw this last week, but the country went bunta. Bunta? Yeah, they went crazy. Over a little interview that beamed back over to the United States of America. don't know if you saw this. I'm pretty sure you did, but there's a man who is over here with his family at the moment, and he's making movies, and he's quite popular. His name uh. is Matt Damon, and he did a live cross to the Today Show over in the United States of America. That he did. From a TAB. How incredible. Gamble responsibly, Matt. Yes. Matt. Matt, yeah. Okay, no, we, got, we know that you've got a bit of cash to splash, but still, Damon. responsible. Damon. Yeah. So while he was betting on the dogs from Pinjara, he was also crossing to the USA. Can I ask a question here? Do we think, I don't know the actual ins and outs of this story, but do we think that he forgot he was doing a cross and he just happened to be there? No. Or did he think he could multitask and that people wouldn't know over in the US, like in terms of audience, what a TAB was? And he he'd was, be able to get away with it. He was busy selecting a multi of a different kind at the time. Because and... that is... <laughs> See, this is what I'm really loving about Aussies, be- um, Americans being here and Hollywood being here, is yeah. the fact that they're really beginning to just adapt and like channel the Aussie way of life, like our laid-back nature. Like, it's really fun. Imagine if they did the Oscars from here. <laughs> Or they, they found a venue, they just go to a tap. <laughs> Can you and imagine all of them that? sit around the little bar tables. Imagine this. Meryl, just no, no. like leading. Imagine this. You've, you, everyone's been in a TAB at least once in their life, right? You're in there and you can hear one split bit of audio go to the next. Yep. Imagine you're here. And the winner for the best picture for 2022 is and they're racing, racing now <laughs> racing now and they've come off and bob's your uncles hit Meryl the lead streep's in the lead here running 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 <laughs> who's gonna get the last drinks who's dropped a logie and it's who's dropped a logie coming up on <laughs> why 1500 to go and it's who dropped the logie oh the logie's gone it's fallen i don't normally back a lot of the ideas that we run a pass as like a hypothetical, but that's one I really want to see now. I can't unsee that in my mind. I'm like, I want to executive produce that. Well, I mean, they have the Logies up at the Star in Queensland. Why don't they just um, have it? Can, can I just say that actually was like a stabbing pain in my heart. The can fact you that believe we've lost the Logies? No, but can you believe as well, right, that we might see Crown Casino change its name to the Star? Does that mean we get the Logies back? I don't know. I Maybe so. that actually that could be a good outcome. That would be a very good outcome. If they do that. Because that was a big mistake, everybody. Admit it now. We need to have the Logies back. Melbourne's the home of everything. Particularly right. the Logies. The little gold man. Any, little. Anything we take out of this morning, it's we're the home of everything. Okay, and don't Maybe tell us otherwise. Maybe we Logies here. What? Here. Here, here? Here, here. We're going to a break. That's a ridiculous statement. <laughs> New stuff from Tones and I. I won't sleep. Was it? No, it's what? won't sleep. I, I thought it was I won't sleep, but I got distracted by the eye and turns an eye. I won't sleep. That would be great for um, you know, like just general bathroom safety. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. wouldn't I be won't good. sleep. Wouldn't be. Did you say sleep? Yeah, that's what you said. No, I said I won't sleep. 
It's called won't sleep. I know, but I thought you said I oh. won't sleep, and that's why I said it would be great. But it appears I misheard, and I apologise for just derailing the segment as always. Attending to all the hard-hitting topics at 25 minutes past seven on a Monday, the best way to start your week. Absolutely. But I am rattled, and the reason why is because I just feel like TV in 2021 is just conspiring against me, and all the things that I love are just falling to pieces. And I don't want to take it personally, but I kind of am Bianco because, okay. like, first of all, it started with the institution that is keeping up with the Kardashians wrapping up. Sorry, just give me a moment. I'm leaving. And um, then I was like, you know what? It'll be okay. It'll be okay. But since then, I've then gone back and started to rewatch the Kardashians from the start, oh. and I've fallen in love all over again. I don't think oh. I'm going to be able to handle it. And then, as you alluded to in the weekend wrap on Friday. Some news came out. In fact, I woke up to it and I looked at it and then I looked again and I was like, surely not. Bert's legless. I know, that was disappointing news, unfortunately. Had to amputate his leg. No, that that's actually really, we wish him all the best. But no, the problem is, is the Ellen show is wrapping up after 19 seasons and it's just feeling really like a personal attack at the moment. Like, I mean, I love nothing more than just like catching up on a quick interview on Ellen on like social media just to see like who she's talking to. Mm. And now it's over. Mm. What are we going to do? So what else is news in your life? <laughs> I just, I don't know what I'm going to watch anymore. I just, seriously, I am. there are so many great shows out there. Just channel me and watch one of the shows. All like. you watch is Doctor Doctor, which well, by the way, can I ask, I saw a promo for that last night. Why does he have angel wings? Sorry? In the new promo, he has angel wings. I didn't see that promo. Well, I was very confused, and I thought, mm, no, I'm not going to give that a go. I'm enjoying it so far. I'm the number one fan. We know. Of the program, of course, and I'm happy to be put on the record as a number one fan. Like, I am so excited for Celebrity Apprentice to start, but I'm worried that I've got my hopes up too high for it. You know what I mean? Like, Mr. Boris really carried that show. I don't know whether Lord Sugar can do it. When you need some sugar in your life, you watch the new season of Celebrity Apprentice, you won't be disappointed. But I just don't know what to do, guys. Like, in terms of reality TV and lifestyle sort of stuff, like, it's crumbling. And I just feel like the only person that can fix this is if Oprah came back. <laughs> well, she's coming back. She's doing a tell-all with Alan. No, that was just a brief interview. Oh, was it? Yeah. And you know what? Like, it made me feel better because I was quite conflicted about how I felt about the Alan show wrapping up, obviously, with all the scandals. But if Oprah Winfrey backs her, then so do I. Wherever she leads, I follow. However, I just feel like a lot of the iconic shows that we've sort of grown up with are leaving us, and I don't like it. They left us a long time ago. I'm sorry to advise. But then, in a more jarring jump, Australian Idol's coming back, like... I don't know who I yeah, am. Yeah, but that's anymore. not coming back for like two or three years. It's coming back next year. If it comes back. It, oh, you didn't say that. I'm not saying it isn't coming back, but, you know, if they were going to bring it back, they probably should have already brought it back. I know. Me. That's what I'm saying. It's like um, all my favorite shows, they're just crossing each other in the night, but not actually connecting. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, no, I don't like it. Mm. Anyway, that is the negativity I wanted to get out this Monday morning. Um, let us know, 0404 736 Are you feeling the same? Are one of your favorite shows leaving? Are you having an existential crisis as a result? Let us know. Have you got it all out? Because, like, today's the day we've been waiting for. <laughs> and, like... And like, what? what was that? It's a song. <laughs> well, just let it roll. Okay, then. You need to be professional at times. Really? Sometimes at the best of times or the worst of times, depending on how you interpret a court case. I'm not getting legal here, but I kind of am at the same time because a man in the UK 
has obviously the UK are going through what they're going mm-hmm. through, and it's they're, and they're opening up, which is really good yeah. to see. It's fantastic, but they've been doing a lot of things well virtually, and that includes court cases. And I think even Australia sort of done that where they can. Anyway, a man over in the UK decided to appear on a Zoom link for his court case and didn't realise that his username was but 3000 oh. <laughs> Um, I have a question. Yes. Um, now, and this would be great if any lawyers could let us know on 0404000736. When you are holding a court-like moment yeah. over these um, like Zoom platforms, yep. do you address the person by their name or their screen name? Well, this is where it gets funny. Well, oh. not so funny, but kind of funny at the same time. <laughs> the judge in this court case said, will the person who has the username but 3000 please dismiss themselves from this case and rejoin <laughs> with a more appropriate username? No person with the username of but is going to be allowed in my court case. Fair enough. If, yeah, I, I think so too. Oh, but imagine if like you genuinely just forgot. Like it wasn't you were taking the mickey, you genuinely forgot that well, you did that. It's like, you know when you would put a background on like that platform? Could you imagine? And then you have a work meeting and then you're in the middle of LA. Like, <laughs> Imagine this, right? Imagine going into a court case and having yourself in a prison. <laughs> Someone has to have done that. Someone. Has I don't, to I don't have know if anybody that. has. But then you go into another Zoom on, with the same background, <laughs> and it's just a general meeting somewhere, like for your workplace. And like, yeah. you're in prison. You're in jail. <laughs> no, but this is where it gets even more interesting. The plot thickens. Oh. So just when you think, oh, look, that's the end of the story. Story's over. The end. Story time finished. Close I'm the book. S- sorry to leave you on that. <laughs> he rejoins with his regular name, and he says. I am extremely sorry. No. My sister changed my name on on Zoom. So it said that. I mean, way to throw your sibling under the bus. Also, how old is that person? At what age do you get to where you can stop, and this is targeted at my brother, good morning to you, Josh, where you stop blaming your sibling for something that you have done? Never. You reckon? You always blame your siblings. No. I don't know. Yeah. That's incredible. Anyway. I, I think you win for the story of the day for sure. Oh, that it was quite amazing. a good story. Oh, I couldn't yeah. believe it, but I kind of could at the same time because Imagine these the rest happen. of the jury just sitting there sort of like low-key trying not to laugh, but like, you know, covering their face a little bit. I don't think anybody really laughed at it. The juror, the guy that was, you know, in charge, the judge didn't seem too impressed. No. I wouldn't be impressed either, quite either. frankly. No. Take your username elsewhere, champ. I mean, seriously. Let us know, though. Maybe you found yourself in a similar situation. 0404 736. How'd you go about it? Yeah. Did you address the elephant in the room? What's your username? Yeah. Or how, did you change your childhood email address? Because a lot of people had the yeah. old style, you know, I'm a big butt kisser at MSN or whatever. Was that yours? No, did it you wasn't. Just let go your email? No. I was dancing underscore queen underscore Catherine. I had was a kid. And I spelt it W-A-Z-Z-A-K-I-D. Was a kid. Is that because it was a bee? I don't know what I was thinking. And then it was White's 99. It was just, I had some really weird 
If anyone just happens to be tuning in for the first time, you have just found out all you ever need to know about Bianco from that sentence. Did they? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. What's that? Should I be concerned? This is Shepard. We love a good hack around here. Not Jack, hack. And um, quite the articles coming out over the weekend, Bianco, in regards to a little restaurant that is very popular here. May rhyme with schmackers. I'm loving it. Loving it. Um, and some people who obviously have been around the traps of this restaurant for several times, they've sort of customised their menu a little bit. And as the absolute, like the Matt Preston of our generation, I want to call you. <laughs> me? You. That's possibly one of the nicest things you've ever said to me. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I'm going to run some of these by you and I want to see whether or not they fly with you or not. Okay. Okay. Righto. So the most popular one seems to be putting nuggets in your burger and not just ending there. So this is a cheeseburger. This could be whatever you want. But then putting sweet and sour sauce all over the burger. Look, not bad. Yeah? I wouldn't say no to it. But in saying that, you can get like a chicken, crispy chicken related burger. Well, this is exactly the point. Why can't you just order one of those? Well, that's what I'm suggesting too. Save you having to double up. Yeah. All right. How would you feel, Bianco? Next one. Replacing the burger buns with hash browns. I've heard about this. Have you done it? And. Can you believe this right? Apparently, it actually is less fat or carbohydrates for you to do that than mm-hmm. to have a normal bun from said restaurant. I don't know for sure, but I heard that from a friend on the weekend and I'm believing it. All right. For anyone who's tossing up what to have breakfast this morning, get hot cakes, hash brown, and a soft serve, obviously maple syrup too, and you've essentially got that salty, sweet sort of big no, breakfast sorry. thing. No, You've lost me now. That's a No. All right, what about this one? Chocolate frappe, which as a team we like to share every once in a while. Or as you like to call it, crappe. Yeah, don't get tongue-tied in the drive-thru. Um, but instead of whipped cream, which actually could work for me because I always say no to What'd the whipped you say? cream. Whipped. Whipped cream. Um, you, instead, Whip. get it blended with Oreos and ice cream. Oh, I've done that. You have? Well, I mean, indirectly, I got myself one of their drinks, which yeah. was a frozen one, which had a bit of whipped cream mm-hmm. on it, and I put it into the ice cream thing that might have had Oreo with it. And Very nice. It was an experience. All right. This last one hurts me a bit because I can't believe I haven't thought of this. Every time I go through there, I typically get a caramel latte or some sort of variation of that. Okay. Um, apparently the caramel flavoring in coffee and the sundae are different. So people say when you order a caramel latte, don't ask for the coffee caramel, ask for the sundae one. Yeah, of course they're different. But why didn't I think of putting the other one in? Obviously not good for you. However, how delicious would that be? Well, because, yeah, how does one not realize that? Well... How did you not realize that? It's not that I didn't realize... Is I never thought to do the latter. Like, well, why didn't I think to mix it up? How's the hack that I saw where you can get an espresso we need to try that. and put it into a vanilla shake but and see, it creates a better uh, uh, coffee shake? I would argue, though, that it would just be exactly the same as what the coffee shake is, though, wouldn't it? Should we try it this morning? <gasps> can we? I'm contemplating it. <gasps> can we? I mean, this is not an endorsement in any way. All right, live radio, <laughs> it's happening, fam. We'll let you know after eight how we go. I've been curious to try it. All right. If we're going to do it, today might be the day today of all days. Today could be the day. Today. Carpe DM sees the day, sees the thick shape. Can you please not bring up Carpe DM? 
It reminds me of my days where I had an obsession with Green Day. What? <laughs> yes, okay, we all have moments in our lives. We go through fades, trends, whatever you want to call them, and that was mine. Wow. I like Green Day. I still kind of like Green Day. When you like something, you never stop liking it, really. Well. <laughs> I'm just going to let you riff Well. Here. Well. It's Carl and Catherine here for your Monday morning here on 88.3 Southern FM. Hey, speaking of marriage, yes. imagine losing your wedding ring. Oof. It happens. A couple decided, 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 <laughs> decided to visit Norfolk Island. It's a little island. Yes. Near Australia. Mm-hmm. I've actually, when I read this story, it's got my curiosity radar going because now I've decided I want to visit Norfolk Island someday. Good. I actually think my ancestors came to Norfolk in, in some strange sort of. I know there's so much going on here. Oh, look, okay. You're giving right. me whiplash. I'll break it, I'll break it down. I'll, I'll go back break to what I was initially with talking Carl about. B. Yep. <laughs> Not Cardi B, Calby. Yeah. Well, Much worse version, yes. A couple decided to visit Norfolk Island because they had relatives there. They're newly married mm. and they went swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Anyway, what happened was the male lost his ring. Oh, that happened to Kim Kardashian. She lost her diamond yeah. ring in the ocean. Well, he's lost his Bora, ring. Bora Bora, though. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's not a game of, oh, guess what? I went to Bora Bora. Oh, guess what? I went to Hawaii. I went, I don't know. Anyway. Have another go. Give it another go. No, thanks. Hawaii. You Thank can't you. say Hawaii. Have I another go. Hawaii. Nope. <laughs> Hawaii. Hawaii. I don't... Anyway. Hawaii. Besides the point. <laughs> I love how, like, Hawaii's got that really, like, sexy name, and then you just go Hawaii. Who just ruins it? Hawaii. Nope. Anyway, <laughs> carry on. So they're in Norfolk Island. They lose the ring. And they can't find it. Yeah, but obviously. the thing is, though, when a guy loses the ring, like it's bad. But at least it wasn't the girl, because well, you've got the on. engagement ring oh, as well, much more expensive. Oh, now we're digging into some territory. No, much, What's that supposed to mean? No, I'm just saying that the guy's ring is often much easier to replace than the women's. Hang on a sec. I will beg to differ with you on this. Go on then. I'll tell you why. Because why? if you have a ring that means a lot to you. Right, passed down from your ancestors. That's oh, wait, irreplaceable. You tell us that part. I'm not saying that this has happened in this occasion. <laughs> I'm talking about in general. That's not the argument. Like then. my dad, yes. for instance. Yes. My dad, if you're listening, I don't know if you are. He probably doesn't like the fact I'm bringing him up in this context, but his ring yeah. that he got was his grandfather's. Oh, that's lovely. See, that changes things. And thankfully, he hasn't lost it. Touching wood for you, Stephen. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm touching wood for him too. I don't want him to lose it. Anyway, the point I'm trying to get at yes. is I reckon it's just as important for the men to not lose their ring as their women, but getting to the outcome of the no, story. I, I meant more on a financial basis, but I do agree with you. Well, yes. this one I'd was like a costly one. Yeah, well, this yes. one wasn't like a family hand down. Yep, okay. Which are good. <laughs> this one was actually a purchased one. Okay, yep. And he lost it in the ocean. Anyway, just when he thought it was lost, they went snorkeling. Stop, this is exactly what happened to Kim Kardashian. Kylie dove down in the waters of Bora Bora and saw a little glimmer and she found the earring. Yeah, but this is different. Oh, no. They went snorkeling and they found a fish. This fish had the ring on it. Well, that's nice. No, it's not nice. Because then they had to catch the fish and find a way to get it off it without killing it. But the fish at least like knew what was up and said, this looks oh, important. Do you think a fish has the brains to know what's up when they've got something stuck on hey. it? A fish has a memory of three seconds, but every three seconds that fish is like, I need to hold on to this ring, and then forgets. Oh, what's that? It's a ring. Oh, I need to hold on to that. Every three seconds. 
that you... fish had its best intentions to save that ring, and oh. it did. And right. we and we thank that fish. Okay, David Attenborough. <laughs> Could you imagine? That'd be so great. Now we bring you a tale of Norfolk Island. It sounds like a Disney movie. <laughs> the tale of Norfolk Island. No. <laughs> the ring. The, yeah. The ring like, of Norfolk Island. That's something that would happen to Ariel and Flounder would like hold on to the ring for it because Eric, you know, went for a bit of a splash, lost the ring, and then King Triton would come and be like, "If you don't find that ring, I will blast <laughs> you with this Triton." I feel like he was a very angry man, a merman. When you think about it now. He was oh, always okay. angry. Jeez, we really have escalated, haven't we? We've gone from talking about a story in Norfolk Island to, uh, to uh, um, what is it, Disney stories. Yeah. Sorry. What a marvel. Ah, we're going over eight. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Let us know. 0404 000 736. How'd you go when you decided about rings in your <laughs> life? What you chose? Oh, and if you have lost something, where has it appeared? Yeah. Like, did it appear on your dog or did your dog, you know, did it come out of your dog? I, I, look, or I don't know. if you're w- about to get married and you're looking at wedding bands, are you now going to look and see if it'll, you know, if you were to lose it, would a fish be able to find it? Because that's a good insurance policy right there. Schools in the Gold Coast are having to close their bathrooms at a certain time. Okay. And the reason is because children at their school, well, I'd say probably young adults at their schools are going into the bathroom to vape. Really? Yeah, well, it's the new thing. It is the new thing. But... But isn't it a bit obvious? I can't help but think to myself, how are 16-plus-year-olds exactly. getting vapes? Exactly. I mean, the same could be said about 14-year-olds buying cigarettes a long time ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it also happened. Yeah. It was a thing. Yeah, I... But when I heard this, I was thinking to myself, imagine if you're the poor person at school that really needs to go, Mm -hmm. but you really, really need to go. And it happens at the worst of times. First of all, you may not be allowed to leave the classroom because the teachers are very strict in your elder years of education. Yeah, they are. You're like, you have to get passes and everything. It gets really complicated. See, we never had that, but they threatened us with that. We're like, you know. But also... Unless they're sort of like outside toilets, why would you go like... Yeah. You know, I imagine most toilets have got fans in them so you got circulated exactly. air, air because, you know... But that's not a nice place. You know what I mean? No. And you're inhaling so much more than just what you're yeah. smoking, So it's you like, know? Mm, strawberry, watermelon, smells so good. Oh, what's that? Yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's an extra strand that's I wasn't ready funky. for. That's yeah. funky. I didn't realize they created an extra smelly... Gross. I mean, they generally don't smell that great anyway. No. Imagine that, having the two worlds collide. <laughs> you never know? tear them apart. Um, <laughs> that it was so... But see, this is the thing, okay? I don't know whether it's changed since we were in school, but did you go to schools, and this goes for primary school and secondary school, Yeah. Where, and I still don't understand the motive. And even as a youth, I didn't understand why they were doing it. Getting toilet paper, wetting it, and then chucking it on the roof and why? sitting up there. Why? Why, why, why? Yeah. It's like spitballing as well. Oh, I'm so glad I missed that going to an all-girls school. Ugh. Oh, I didn't really see yeah. it that often. I think it happened more, and, and you know, this isn't a private versus public sort of thing, but I think it happened more in public schools than private public schools. public school. Well, you know, I'm, as I said, I'm That's not saying... That's how I got my swag, man. That's is, how Capel was born. Is that what you call it? Yeah. So you have to be a public school kid to get swag. No. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because if you go to private schools, you've already got swag. No. You're, <laughs> you're born with swag, or you think you are anyway. You've got lots and lots of hair gel. Um, oh. Anyway. 
How'd you know me so well? <laughs> Look, I mean, it has something to do with the fact that your hair is actually blonde, but um, we're know. not having this debate. Why is it, one way or another, we always end up with you saying that I'm blonde? No, I am clearly not blonde. Bianco, what you don't understand is in my contract at 88.3, it actually says that I have to bring up the fact that you are a secret blondie at least once every couple of months. And so, Jack, can you tick that off? I'll take that up to um, the big bosses. Just, yeah. What big bosses? It's um, called the Keeping Carl Humble policy. And, um, yeah, we're just keeping it going. Anyway. Uh, I'd love to know when the toilets are closed at your workplace or maybe Actually, even... Actually, you've just unlocked a memory. What's that? My year-level toilets got locked for like a week. Because we, they were disgusting. Oh, actually. And we couldn't have, to, like, we had toilets, but we had to go to, like, the junior school and nothing more embarrassing. Me. This has just brought up another memory for me from high school. So, I'm sure at your high school or even at primary school, you used to have school assemblies. Yes. You know, it's the norm. Anyway, I remember one oh, assembly no. for the junior campus. <laughs> the principal came up. To the lick, like oh, the, no. and addressed the whole school and said, Students, we've had an incident where somebody missed the toilet. Oh, no. no, no, I'm sorry for those eating their breakfast at 12 minutes past eight, but they missed the toilet, and like you had to get like hygiene people coming to fix the, the bathrooms. But the way the principal actually addressed it and said, Who took a SH1T, and like they, they, I'm, I'm telling you right now, this I've never seen a principal address the school like this. He full-on addressed the school and says, who does that? I thought I was watching an Austin Powers movie. Well, good on you for finally confessing, Bianca, on radio. <laughs> oh, it wasn't me. I didn't like going at school. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is forever young, my tides and I. (laughs) It's 13 minutes past eight. It wouldn't be right. It's been a couple of weeks since we did a little segment we like to call on this show. And it also wouldn't be right for us to have it loaded, ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) Seems that Jeanette had a bit more to say. Yes, she did. She came back. You mean this? What the actual... That's it. What the actual dun-dun. I just had a moment, <laughs> which entitled me to play. Um, I'm just glad that Jeanette was excited about it too, because everyone really is into it. <laughs> um, what the actual... I had a very interesting dinner the other night. Oh, okay. Tell us more about your life. So I was catching up with a friend of mine, and we <laughs> went to a local establishment just outside the Bayside area. Any salad involved? No salad, but you know what happened? Pizza. We, we booked this place, which mm. is, it is, on its website, it claims to be a restaurant, okay? Okay. And, but it essentially is like a gin bar, and you can have some snacks, you can get food. There used, used to be pizza and chips and that sort of thing, right? So there isn't any more? Well, this is the thing, okay? So I booked the restaurant for my friend. She said, yes, let's go there. I'll say, cool, I'll book it. So I do. And about two hours before we go, like we're meant to meet, I'm at work and I get a message from my friend and she's like, oh, hey, probably should just let you know um, that we're going to have to get a food service delivered to the place tonight because the restaurant no longer does food. What the actual... Buffering. Beautiful. (laughs) Um, 
it was so bizarre. Yeah, I had to actually order food from another place and then we had to eat out of our, our pasta out of our little Tupperwares because it appears the restaurant that they were getting food from initially, which was two doors down, have closed. So they no longer can provide food for anyone. So if you want to have food whilst you have your beverage responsibly, obviously, you have to order food there. Yeah, but wait a minute. Did they have like nibblies? No. Like chips and stuff? Nothing. Oh. Yeah. Whereas last time we went... There were pizza, like beautiful Italian authentic pizzas and there was like bits and pieces you could order pasta from this place. Now it has to come in a brown paper bag. And then there's nothing more awkward than having to tell the delivery driver, hey, you've got to come into this section. And then he couldn't find us. So there's a random guy just walking around with this bag. And I was like, oh, is that for Catherine? He goes, yeah. Well, I hate to be the investigator here. Ooh. But, and I could be wrong here, I'm of the understanding that a legal requirement for a liquor license is that you need to have some kind of food. You'd be correct. So, in that situation, I'm not trying to out this particular place that you visited. However... But if they no longer abide by the law, then guess what? What the actual has been exposed. They are working on it. Apparently, it's going to be within the next week there's going to be a solution to this, so please, no one go crazy. Next week turns into the next month. However... And we hit that gin distillery and say, hey you, you're in the wrong. <laughs> no, no, if anyone so was wondering, that. he did just point and look at me for an extensive period of time. Wrong. And I did it again. Can I just say though, Carbonara travels <laughs> beautifully. It really does. It was like the restaurant oh. was 20 minutes away. Hot, beautiful, fresh, authentic, beautiful pasta. What was it? Pasta. No, no. What was this kind of pasta? Carbonara. Thank you. How creamy was it? It wasn't too creamy, which is good because you don't want it. You know when it can be just a bit mm, lovely? Thank <laughs> you to miss. <laughs> what? Lovely. It like was. Before that, you just wanted a bit. Mm. Yeah. It was It was delicious. Mm. But yeah, so guys, if you do have to um, outsource your food when you go to a restaurant next time, highly recommend getting a carbonara. It travels beautifully. <laughs> but yeah, what the actual, it was quite weird, to be honest with you. Thank you for sharing that with us. You're so welcome. I feel way more informed about carbonara after hearing about yeah. your story. Yeah. Bit of ground pepper. Mm. Stunning. The only thing is, if you get it delivered, you can't get the parmesan. On oh. And that's a robbery. It really is. But anyway, I'm fine. Thanks for sharing. Thank you. Carl and Catherine here for your f- Monday on 80.3 Southern FM. I almost had a little slip of the tonguesy. We can confirm it is Monday. It guys. is Monday, not Don't Friday. get too excited. Imagine if it was and you slept through the whole week and then you woke up and it was Friday. It does happen. That's a week well spent. Is it in bed the whole time? Mm, strongly disagree. Anyway, people are strongly disagreeing with the way Seth Rogen is looking at the moment. Ooh, yeah. This has really shocked so many. Shave the beard. Doesn't look anything like he has looked like in the past. Is it for a role? Or has yeah. he just got ideas? Okay. It's believed to be a, for a role about Pamela Anderson and... Tommy Lee. Ah, oh, yeah. He's playing like the, the guy that yeah. allegedly put the sex tape of, of those two out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's had to shave. That's crazy. For the occasion to play this character. Do you because think he even knows who he is without the beard? 
I don't know. Like, that's an identity crisis, surely, because he's known for that look. Yeah, well, he has been. Anyway, yeah. If you go back to earlier Seth Rogen, like when he was in 40-Year-Old Virgin and a few other mm. movies, he was clean-shaven. He, he didn't have much facial yeah. hair, but now he's gone full-shaved on his face. Yeah. And it's just shocked the world. Yeah. One of those changes that don't happen very often with well-known people. And I'd love to know when maybe you've made a change in your life and how people have reacted to it. Well, I've got the opposite at the moment. Have you? I am not allowed to cut my hair. Why's that? For a job at the moment. Really? I'm not allowed to until I think it's like six weeks and I've got a wedding in five. So that's gone down spectacularly. (laughs) So you're going to have to keep your hair at the length it is right now for the wedding. Exactly, it is now. Yep. Jeez. Which, by the way, this is the part where you say, oh, you don't need to cut it. It looks beautiful. It's magnificent. No, I was actually going to say the opposite. <laughs> yeah. but um, stew for a bit of a trimsy. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. I did break that to the bride-to-be. And, um, yeah, she was fine. How'd that go down? It was okay. It was okay. It, it just gives right? the hairdresser a bit more um, room to work with, both when they cut it and when they style it for the wedding. See, I get looked at a lot at work for my appearance. Oh, okay. Oh, look, you know, not... It sounds a bit funny the way I've put it, but there is one particular individual at my workplace. Yes. If I make an appearance change, he will point it out to me and say, why are you wearing this? Why are you wearing He's very picky. Yeah. Particularly if I have to work with this person. Okay. And by work, I mean I work with him every day anyway, mm-hmm. but actually- Work, work. Work hands-on with yeah. him. That sounded- Worse than whatever. Yeah, I'm not yeah. actually being anyway. The point I'm trying to get across is he judges me on how I look. Okay. And there was a point last year where I did grow the beard. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about that period. It was a particularly dark one for the show. Not really. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed oh, my no, beard. No, it was no. a great experience. No, I no. I grew a beard for the first time in my life. And the last. And I was really happy with my well growing ability. It came out and it was fantastic. Anyway, I have not gone back down the beard path since. You'd be happy mm. to know. Yes. Got close a couple of times, but never that close. Good. But this person, every time I like change my appearance, ever slight, like last week I wore my Richmond jumper into work because I was a last minute call up. <laughs> yes. And of course he hung it on me for wearing a Richmond jumper off the back of Richmond losing. Mm-hmm. So that was great. But when you don't expect to go to work sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you rock up in whatever in attire you're in. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. But he's always been picky. Like when I had the beard, he said to me, what is that thing on your face? And rightfully so. But like if Seth Rogen get away with it, why can't I get away with it? Yeah, but it's it's a... I feel like it's like a facial thing. You can either rock a beard or you can't. You know what I mean? And like it's a big compliment if you can go without having a beard, I think. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So you're a no bearder kind of person? Yeah. Okay. Like stubble I'm fine with, but like beard, and this is no disrespect to anyone who has a beard, but it's not my favourite, you know? Okay. Well, we've just discovered that Catherine Powell runs the No Beard Society (laughs) and that's okay. If that's what you're about, that's what you're about. Thanks for saying that. So no beard, guys. It's as simple as that. No beard, shave. If you have a beard, beard's going out. You've been instructed, shave. If Seth Rogen gets rid of his beard, that is where the world decides. Yeah, that just ends it, doesn't it? That's it. No more beards. He's their leader. He is the supreme bearder. Yeah. What did you sleep through? Now, we're hoping on this Monday morning you're not sleeping through through your alarm. Thank you. Because um, that would be a bad way to start your Monday. Well, just because I did it once. (laughs) And you haven't forgotten about it. I haven't, no. I actually wake up at least three times a week and be like, damn, Bianco. What you failed to realise was I was actually preparing for a trip overseas. So, I was just sort of 
re-familiarizing myself with hey, hey, hey. time codes and stuff. So Look, <laughs> I don't want to sound mean here, but like your story is great and all, but it doesn't beat this one. Okay, now, Kanye. A woman has... That's not a bad reference by you. That Thank is you. not bad. I'll not good, that. but not bad. Um, anyway, a woman has gone viral on a social media app this week. That's unfortunate. Where her video has received over 630,000 views, where she documented or reflected on a time in her life where she may or may not have slept through the birth of her child that she birthed. Now, it's an interesting tale. So... Amy tells the story. Hey, can you hold that for just one second? Because yeah. after you've said that, all I can think is, what the actual... <laughs> Why didn't you do this before? <laughs> this is a better one. Yeah. No. Well, this is the thing, okay? So Amy said that when she was giving birth to her daughter, she went through what a lot of women have to go through, which is a grueling significant amount of time before an epidural. So she was in labor for 12 hours before she got some relief from an epidural. Which naturally made her relax a little bit because obviously you're not feeling the pain to the extent that you normally would be without it. And she was so relaxed that she decided to have a bit of a nap. Now, what's happened is Amy's dreaming, still going through labor, but dreaming away. And all of a sudden, a nurse comes running in, shaking her awake, saying, you need to wake up. We need you to move. The- We've lost the baby's heartbeat. Now, the reason why they'd lost the baby's heartbeat is because when they moved the blanket so Amy could get up, there was the baby. What? She had given birth oh. in her sleep. No. Why, why do you have to bring this to us today? That's Well, that's the thing. Naturally, everybody is just like, how? <laughs> like That is goals for labor. Like, I mean, granted, she'd done all the heavy lifting before that. Like, Ooh. 12 hours is a lot of time to be in labor. Was she having a C-section? What was it? No, she to- had an epidural. She... It naturally just happened. The baby was like, you know what, mum, you rest because I'll be waking you up every second for the rest of, you know, the next 18 years or so. I'll just let myself out. And she literally did. (laughs) Okay. So I want to know, what did you sleep through? Because I don't think you're going to find a story better than Amy's. (laughs) That's not the question I thought you were going to ask. Off the back of that, you were going to say, whatever you let yourself out. Well, there you go. That's also one. <laughs> naturally. I actually was... Not took... naturally. It was an epidural. <laughs> but that's natural, yeah, isn't it? Is. I just was trying to make a little joke. No, you, no, you don't joke about that, honestly. <laughs> anyway, yes. <laughs> I took a long time to come out, actually. Really? Yeah. By all reports. My sister, straight out. Yep. Me, I liked it in there. It was a bit comfy for me. Oh. I, this is... I hate to link the two, but... Apparently, I had to be pulled out. Oh, with like forceps? Yeah. Yeah. And they say, you know how I wear glasses? Yeah. No, I'm not linking the two, but, you know, my sister came out and she didn't have any <laughs> glasses. What? You were born with glasses? No. Is that what you're saying? No. I think the forceps might have triggered my stigmatism, potentially. I don't think that's how medicine works. No, anyway. I don't know, but, you know. Well, there you go. Well, the been... more you know. But I came out with like white stuff on me because I was really... Is that okay, too graphic pe- now? Yes. We're getting a bit too graphic? See, I was able to go through that entire story without making people go, hmm. Whereas you, within two seconds... Go, hmm. Mm. 
Carl Cassin here for your Monday on 88.3. Hey, there's been some developments behind the scenes here this morning. There has, a little bit. We did mention earlier that um, we were going to try a little life hack from a certain restaurant. We may have tried it. We have tried it, and um, it appears that a vanilla thick shake with a shot of espresso is the way to go, fam. I think it works. Better than the ones that they put together themselves. Yeah, see, we've got your back base side. Some might say, bit weird, drinking that this early in the morning. Others say, it's research, and we've got your back. We are the experimental duo. We are. Well, We try things so you don't have to, but we highly recommend you do on the way to work this morning. And Jack's highly offended because he expected us to say experimental threesome. Oh, sorry, Jack. He's in a bad mood. We um, did get ripped off with some hash browns, but um, it's fine. It's all right. Better we don't have them, probably, yeah. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we got coffee. That's what matters most. Yes. Hey, look, I wanted to talk about something that is near and dear to your heart. What? The tockety tick. Ah, yes. I think it's hit a real low point. And I think I've finally found why we should probably get rid of it. <gasps> this is a big call. Look, out of nowhere... A person that has followers has decided to keep his followers by licking a jellyfish. Oh. Not advisable at all. Don't do it. If you go out and you see some kind of wildlife, you're not sure of. Don't violate the wildlife. Just don't go near them. No. If they come near you and they sting you, that's a different story. Yeah, that's their right to sting you. You don't hurt them. Well, I would say it's not their right. But if you are in their natural habitat, which is the bay or the ocean, then there's a chance you might come across a fish of jelly. And they might sting you. And that would be unfortunate. However, this person found a a blue type jellyfish. Yep. I don't know what the technical sort of one was, but picked it up and decided to lick it. Oh, that's just silly. We don't know how that person is today, but I would advise you not to go down that path. Do you want to know something? What? They've probably got very, very swollen lips because jellyfish actually is a plumper in a lot of products. If that's what happens, if that's what happens when you go to a jellyfish, I'd hate to know what would happen if you go to a puffer fish, because they spike those things, yeah. and apparently they've got like this really distinct venom in them. Like if you get yeah. stung by them, it can actually really hurt mm-hmm. you. What about? I don't know if you had the same thing in primary school. My entire school had an irrational fear of the blue ringed octopus. I can honestly tell you, I've never seen one in my life. But they, that's all I learned in school was stay away from the blue ring octopus because they will mess you up. Well, we were told to be careful when we went down to Jan Juck in year seven. Bless you. Jan Juck. <laughs> it's where they have the surfing event, annual Bells mm-hmm. Beach down yep, that way. Correct. It came to me eventually what I was looking for. <laughs> Bells Beach. It's a nice area. Yeah. But when you can't fit into a wetsuit. Well, I, I got into one eventually, but, you know, being the bigger kid that I was, it's always a struggle. It still is. And I'm not a big <laughs> kid anymore. <laughs> Honestly, wetsuits. Probably the most overrated thing you have to use in your life. They're but, so annoying to get. Once they're on, they're fine. Once you have to get them off when they're wet is the most oh, painful thing. Exactly right. And it's just, no one looks cute getting out of a wetsuit. I am sorry. Just cute and wetsuit in the same sentence. Uh, just doesn't work. And the big zip with the long strapped. Oh, uh, no. Not for me. Okay. The only thing that is for me, though, is you don't get sunburn in a wetsuit. Oh, you don't. You get other things. Anyway, 
Let us know. 0404-000-736. It's almost like they bring back how far is too far. Because I think yeah. that TikTok has gone too far. This person. You I don't just think, say that. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. That's an isolated incident. I was on it. Part. I was on it for five minutes. Oh, and it's so good. ever since, I've just become the advocate for why we should not use that platform. Oh, it's so great. But that's just me. That's my thoughts. Not necessarily Catherine Powell's thoughts. Thought, thoughts, thoughts. Thoughts or thoughts. We need to talk about something very, very important. Okay, well, you're saying it, so I'm believing it. And that is my nostalgia levels are through the roof after the weekend. Was that because Friends is coming back? Well, yes. Oh, my gosh. But don't. I will cry on air about that. No, something else very important and incredibly near and dear to my heart was celebrated over the weekend. Mm -hmm. The 10th anniversary of my favorite movie of all time. That's a big call. Do you know what it is? Bridesmaids. Yes. <laughs> Nothing to do with me just telling Jack off air. Yes. Bridesmaids, which I, I think it's one of those movies you never forget the first time you saw it. Is Rose Byrne in it? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Good. That was very upsetting. See, for me, the best movie she ever made was Takeaway. Takeaway? What is yeah, that? you know the one that I joke about all the time when we talk about Takeaway? Sir wishes to take the food away. Remember, I've played that grab before. That was one of her earliest movies she ever did in Australia, and that is what I reckon... Gave her the opportunity to do all those great American movies she's done. But you think that movie, Bridesmaids, first of all, one of the only comedies to get nominated for an Oscar, which is unheard of, all-female cast, majority anyway, or led cast, it just catapulted so many people's careers. Like Rebel Wilson got her main start in Hollywood because of that film. Mm -hmm. Melissa McCarthy. Mm -hmm. um, Anna, what is it? Anna Kemper? Ali no. Kemper? Well, Ali Kemper. Anna Kendricks. No, no, Ali Kemper. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Got that wrong. She's a good actress, though, and she and shares the same birthday as me. Obviously, we knew Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph earlier from SNL and all their amazing mm -hmm. work, but still, mate, put them more on the mainstream map. Yep. Amazing. I just want it all week. All I want to do is watch it just over and over and over again because I don't know how many times I've seen it. Very similar to Boytown as we, when we had Glenn Robbins in. <laughs> that DVD. Is pretty messed up. I watched it so many times growing up. Yeah, well, as I said to him as well, you provided the royalties to him over the years yeah. by continually buying new versions of it. Yeah, I'm um, Paul Feig, if you're listening, you're welcome. Um, yeah. Well, I look forward to next Monday hearing that you are sick of watching Bridesmaids. Never Until then, happen. we're getting out of here. That we are. We will see you Friday afternoon, as always. Looking forward to it. Oh, that's good to hear, because sometimes I don't know, you know, but that's great to hear. <laughs> Have a great weekend, everybody. A oh, great week. Oh, my goodness. How am I going? Collins up I after 9 o'clock. Bye-bye now. Bye. Take care. You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.